All right, there's a little technical something going on here. So I'm about to go live. So we're all good, but it looks like the YouTube uh, was deleted. So stream. So I just, we're just going to go live on Facebook. So here we go. All righty, all righty. All right, all right. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to After Dark with Sean Cornelius. I'm your host, the romantic, funny man, Sean Cornelius, and, and I'm so happy to be here this evening, and I'm happy that you are here this evening. First things first, want to say good evening to my right and my left hand, uh, my program director, DDC, Denise DiGiorgio Cooney, and my other hand, my left hand, uh, producer Smoke in the house, and everyone who's tuning in. And uh, I want to let you guys know, like I always do, that when we do these shows, these shows are actually streaming live when I do these shows. So uh, you're going to hear me talking to some people you may not see. I want to say what's going on to everyone out there on Facebook, streaming on the After Dark page. And hello to you watching on Proxnet and watching on DH1 TV. And if you're listening, listening to the podcast version on uh, Spotify. Well, listen, got another fantastic show tonight. Mm. I always say that, but but at the end of the show, you guys are like, yeah, that was a good one. Tonight's show, very special guest in the building, uh, brother I've known for some some years now, met this brother through uh, Trevor Bonner, my other brother, Bonafide Entertainment Comedy Spillage, and uh, he is definitely someone who continues to do things um, in the entertainment business and in the community. And um, so we're going to find out exactly what uh, he does. He's connected to Harlem Week. Uh, he's connected to City College. He's got so many things that he does in the radio industry. But there's some other things. Uh, like I said, he's a businessman and he owns his own business, he and his wife. So uh, I want you guys to make sure you sit back and relax. Don't go nowhere for the next hour. We've got so much going on. What's up, Skip? I want to say what's up to everybody out there, Harvey, Anita, and Nancy. So it's about three minutes after the hour. So that means it's time for me to bring my guest in all the way from his home. I want to tell you where the man lives. Mind your business. We're going to bring him in right now. Welcome, my friend, Mr. Marco Noble. Marco. Sean, what's happening, sir? It's an honor to be here. <laughs> Go ahead, man. It's an honor to be here with you, man. I, I certainly appreciate being able to, to uh, share this time with you. Hey, man, it's been a minute. We've been connected for a while, but it's been a minute since we've actually done some things uh, together. So listen, man, you've shown me love over the years. So it's it's just only right. And it's in my DNA to do that for someone who's looked out for me. So I'm hoping that this could be considered a lookout. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I certainly consider it a lookout. Well, you notice I didn't tell them where you live, so I got your best interest well, right. in heart already. Exactly. I didn't mention you, you, you started <laughs> off right. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everything, man? Thank you for doing this. How's everything going? You know, I can't complain, man, with everything going on in the world. You know, 
healthy. My family and I are healthy. Uh, we we're able to continue to, to move through these uh, strange times that we're in. So, you know, I, I cannot complain. There are a lot of people who unfortunately have it worse. Yes, yes. Well, we continue to pray for those that have it worse or less fortunate or, or not and who are dealing. And I know quite a few. Now, I want you guys to listen and understand. Marco knows just how to talk on the mic. He knows how to do an interview because this man actually does interviews. He's on the other side of the seat at times. So he's he does radio and he's been doing it for a while. So if he looks really relaxed and calm and cool, that's because he knows what he's doing. You know what he's doing. So let's let's dig into it, man, because time goes so quickly uh, when you're having fun, and we're about to have some fun. Tell the people out there, man, my supporters, who Marco Nobles is. Who who are you? Where are you from? Well, uh, I'm originally uh, from Harlem, born and raised in Harlem. Uh, I, I always say I'm a, I'm a city kid with with country roots. My most of my family is from North Carolina. When I say most of my family, it's like 95 percent. Like I'm one of the few that is born and raised here in New York. Um, but you know, born and raised in Harlem, um, I have. Uh, you mentioned I work with Harlem Week, the Harlem Week Festival. Uh, I've been involved in that for a good portion of my life. Um, okay. And, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, I've worked in radio uh, for a number of years. I, I, you know, worked at one of the legendary heritage stations of New York City, WWRL Radio. Mm-hmm over its last few years of existence. Um, and, you know, and eventually, you know, I, I'd always wanted to do radio and eventually I um, started my own company and then decided to start an internet radio station that was based on a weekly radio show that I hosted uh, and I still host uh, out of City College at WHCR 90.3 FM. That show is called Rhythm and Soul Radio. So yes. I expanded it to a full 24-hour internet radio station, which is rhythmandsoulradio.com, which is uh, one of the main properties of Enjoy Enterprises, which is the overall uh, company that I share uh, with my wife, who I, who's also my partner. Right, right. That's cool. And you mentioned all that. You're trying to make, make my job easier, throwing all the stuff in there in the first answer, but that ain't going to do it, brother. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back and start. When you started getting interested in doing radio and why? What was it in your growing up that, that you uh, wanted to do it? What was it? Well, actually, it was I wanted to originally I wanted to do TV. I wanted to be um, a television anchor person. I I sat in high school in, in a journalism class and they showed a, a documentary on I think it was Peter Jennings was the featured anchor person at the time. And they were showing him typing out his news stories before okay. he went on the air. And he was typing, you know, how a lot of us typed on those old typewriters with one finger like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And I was like, I could do that. I'd, I'd love to do that. So, um, got to college, um, you know, had the opportunity to do news on the radio. And I just, you know, I just took to it. I just loved that. Loved the idea of, of being able to be with people, you know, on a daily basis, um, and really kind of helping them shape their day. Um, first it was news, but then through music, um, and, and and really creating a space for them. You know, they say radio is theater of the mind. Right. And, and that yes. always, you know, stuck with me. So that's kind of how I first got involved and interested in, in 
being into radio and I, I just, you know, wanted to do it ever since. Right. So now you mentioned television in the news. Have you ever had a, have you had an opportunity throughout your radio career to do television? Um, I've dabbled a little bit. Um, usually, though, when I've been on television, it's been through organizations I've worked with where I've served as a spokesperson. So I'm, I'm being the interviewee as opposed to right. the interviewer uh, or, or not necessarily covering uh, news uh, per se. So it wasn't like, you know, I had thought or planned uh, through some of the activities of Rhythm and Soul Radio and Enjoy Enterprises. I've created some online uh, video pieces um, that we've done over time, but but uh, the real focus has been um, has been radio for me. Just mainly the radio thing. Well, you're doing well. You're doing it well because I've had the pleasure and the honor to to be on Rhythm and Soul Radio, and I had a show which was the uh, Expressions of Love and Romance show. Yes. And you actually reached out and was like, "Yo, I got a slot." So when uh, we spoke, but that's been that was awesome. So Rhythm and Soul, let's jump to it. Rhythm and Soul Radio is an eclectic. 24-hour station. Right. Where you've got you've got everything from the slow jams to the talk shows to the neo souls and and all. That. Explain a little bit more to the, let them know about rhythm and soul radio. Well, like you said, Sean, uh, rhythmandsoulradio.com is a 24-hour urban eclectic internet radio station. Uh, and we say urban eclectic because you know we really want to focus on all of our music and and when i say our music I, I am speaking of of black music in particular but black music is all music so uh so it's it's rock music it's afrobeat it's mm -hmm. you know world music it's bossa nova it's hip-hop it's spoken word it's right. jazz it's gospel um we touch all of it so uh i wanted to create a space to really showcase all of our music and and do so while also showcasing independent artists and, and featuring independent artists that don't get the, the same level of uh, attention that you might hear when you listen to the, the traditional radio stations. And there are so many incredible artists who are, who are doing incredible music, right. but you just never get to hear them, not because they're not as good, they just don't get the shot. They don't. Right. They don't have the out the outlet to mm -hmm. to uh, play their music. So that that's kind of what I built Rhythm and Soul Radio on. And like I said, I, I started when I was just doing a weekly show uh, uh, at WHCR. But you know, the, it doing once or twice a week wasn't enough because more and more music and more and more uh, things just kept coming. So I had to figure out a way to to use all of that that was coming to like really get it out to the world so that i decided about 13 14 years ago now to start rhythm and soul radio.com and, and create this 24-hour platform uh to have this music get heard um you know so it's independent artists alongside some of the mainstream artists that that people know and love as well yeah, because you also you don't keep it in the studio. You you take it around and do events yes. in the community. And, uh, yes. in the summertime, I know you bounce around to a lot of a lot of the boroughs and and uh, do some things in the boroughs. So talk about some of the events that are regular since you've been doing rhythm and soul for oh you said almost thirteen fourteen years now. What are some of the staples that you do yearly? Well, the the staples have changed over the years. When we first started going out to doing events, uh, we 
we started out with an event that really featured independent artists. It was the International Soul Music Summit, which took place in Atlanta for a number of years. So that, that was one of our first forays to go out and do uh, a live broadcast like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then we, we eventually uh, looked at doing different events uh, in New York City and, and beyond. So, you know, we've done broadcasts uh, with Comedy Spillage, you know, where we met. Yes, uh, yes. And we would do a live broadcast from the Comedy Spillage events uh, around the city. We've done live broadcasts from Grammy Award events, with, you know, with its pre-Grammy events, that sort of thing uh, here in New York. Uh, we've done the Winter Music Conference uh, in Miami, Florida. We've done uh, events in, in Ibiza, you know, Ibiza, Spain. Uh, okay. uh, we've done some live broadcasts for different events there. Um, and uh, most recently, we've been annually going to the South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas, hmm. and doing live broadcasts and producing our own events um, as a part of the South by Southwest Festival as well. So it's it's definitely something you start out. Obviously, you had visions of of doing big things, but the big things are actually going on, and you're doing it. You're international, and you're and you're plus you got a shirt on. You got a little. Uh, <laughs> so anybody has a brand and they logo is <laughs> that's that's a big deal. Well, I gotta say this this time, I you know, I specifically got this shirt. I happened to get this shirt today. Oh really? you know, I, I was trying you know, was trying trying out different things. Um and this came in the mail today. I said, Well, it's perfect timing since I know I'm gonna be on the show tonight. So yeah, I tried it on, I love it. So I said, Well, let me, I'm gonna wear it um and debut it right now tonight, you know, after dark with Sean. Man, Carter. listen, we got another exclusive right and left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking DD. It's like this we've been having some some exclusives. People have been doing stuff on the show. We actually have t-shirts as well. So I think we're I think we're actually moving up in the game on the, on your level because we have After Dark with Sean Canadian shirts and they actually were done today. So okay. I, I just don't have them in my in my presence, but they'll be out. Matter of fact, I'm gonna make sure that you get one for being a special a guest on the show. So I it's appreciate about, it. yeah, no, it's about the branding and doing things, man. And so yeah, we so, got to trade. We, we, yeah. we got to trade. Yeah. What is what is your now, man? The pandemic came and smashed things. What have you been able to do with Rhythm and Soul? Uh, well, because you know you don't have to be out anywhere, basically. But right. what what have you been doing because of the pandemic? How have you been making it work? Well, what we've been, one of the biggest things for the pandemic for us is one of our, is that obviously, like I said, we would go out and do events and we can't do that. Uh, we also produced um, specific events, performance events for, again, independent artists. Uh, so we did a, a long time series called The Rendezvous. Uh, which featured independent artists performing live uh, right. in, in Harlem, particularly. That, that's a series that we did for about 10 years or so. Um, and then we expanded that. We took the rendezvous to South by Southwest um, when when we were last there. Uh, we also did events at the Apollo uh, Music Cafe, at the Apollo Theater. Um, so obviously all of that uh, changed with the pandemic. But it allowed us to really kind of focus more in on the radio side. So um, we, you know, did more things. Uh, we launched Twitch channels, as, and a number of our personalities launched their own Twitch channels so that we can interact in that way uh, with the music and video. Uh, we've done long form music marathons, kind of like a, a long DJ sets with with our different personalities. Uh, over over the pandemic so we've you know 
tried to reach out a little bit more um, in that way that focuses less on the the live, but you know the more on the radio and really kind of pushing the radio aspect and and being in people's homes in radio the way it was you know meant to be from the beginning. Right, right, and no, just, and just to say something really quickly, um, Thomas Gooding. I'm sure you know yes, Thomas Gooding. Yes. Want to say what's up to my band member Thomas Gooding? Shouting you out, saying what's up, Marco. Good I, yeah, and you mentioned the, the events, the uh, showcase. You, the one in Harlem that you so, and I'm I'm humbled when I say these things because being able to, to, to get on some platforms, you gave me an opportunity to be on stage in Harlem and do my own set. Right. Yeah, we and actually not, not doing comedy. Not know, doing comedy. You know, I was, doing, you know, yeah, I did an actual what, with your music. That you yeah, was, it was twenty something, thirty, almost thirty minutes set, and we filmed it, and it's actually on my YouTube channel. What was the name of the place where where you did the show? At, at the shrine. At the shrine. shrine. That's what it was. Yep. Yes, and uh, it was it was fantastic, and I filmed it and did interviews, uh, Marco, and interview Marco, and that's one of the things I say. I'm saying that because you know you give people platforms like you're saying. To, to get out there and put their music out, to get out there and just put whatever their art is out there. And you, and it's such a great thing to do, man. So I'm so appreciative of, you know, cats like you who do that for folks because we need to do that. If we have a platform, we're supposed to share our platform. Absolutely. Um, and and for, for people that don't get an opportunity. So where are you planning on going? Like, I know you had to think, we all think through the pandemic, where are you trying to take, you know, because Rhythm and Soul has been around for a minute, man, it's a staple. And what are you trying to do? What's what's on the what's on the burner next? If you know whatever you can talk about. Well, I mean, it, it's really kind of looking at how you expand, right? And and using this time to kind of go inside the the plan and tinker a little bit to to put your brand further out there. So whether it's you know uh, merchandise, whether it's you know when events are able to happen again, how to you know really do events is. Is it, you know, will there be a Rhythm and Soul Radio Festival or a Rhythm and Soul Festival? Um, right. You know, the, those are the types of things that we're, we're uh, you know, thinking about and trying to see how, how do we make those types of things happen and how do we use this, quote unquote, downtime uh, to really kind of plan a little bit better in terms of what we're doing. Okay. And let's jump to Enjoy Enterprises for a second. What you said you started that with your wife. Yeah, of course. And what else? What are the details? What does Enjoy bring to the community and the entertainment industry? Well, Enjoy Enterprises is a company. Well, first of all, let me let me say because um, everybody will would naturally think of Enjoy in the traditional spelling, but mm -hmm. Enjoy is spelled I N J O Y, and it's you know it's something that my my wife really kind of created. Um, or I created the name based on a saying my wife would say. She would always say, you know enjoy or live life in joy okay uh, right Got to, you. Be, you know, to be in joy is is the goal and uh there are many ways to do that so my you know area my lane is more around entertainment um you know music uh things of that performance and people being able to enjoy culture um in that way what my wife has always been about is about serving people and 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 spreading joy in from from the inside out so she's i mentioned she is a 
a, a licensed uh, minister, interfaith, uh, interspiritual minister. She is a, a licensed uh a spiritual practitioner. She's a life coach. Uh, she, uh, she, though she does not use it as much now, she um, is a licensed feng shui practitioner. Okay. So all of those, so you know, there's all of that aspect is a part of enjoy as well. So you know, we kind of bring the two things together. So now uh, she, through her ministry, you know, does uh, a daily. Uh, your morning sip, as it's called, which is short for spirit and practice, okay. uh, like a, a brief sermonette for for the day, to, for people to kind of get charged for their day, and whenever it is that they watch it throughout the day, and, and you know she does it on her Facebook page and on YouTube and, and all of that. Uh, she just started doing a, a new uh, uh, show online show called Living Life Enjoy with Reverend Melissa. So. So there, there are all the elements of enjoy that that come from inside and outside. So you know, we we try to make sure we have both covered. So you know, she helps you from the spiritual uh, inside aspect of of having joy and living life in joy, and, and I work from the outside, bringing that joy uh, from the outside, from the performance, from the music, from the culture uh, that that is all around us, and be able to use that to help spread joy. Sure, and you got obviously you got it down pack. You sound like a you, a great team, and you got to have a supportive spouse, uh, supportive partner, and um, that's that's such a great thing, man. So, what would you tell folks? What would you tell the folks that are out there watching? We have quite a few folks. Hey, Shana, how you doing? Um, what what kind of advice, man, if they wanted to start this, uh, just getting into the radio business? Um. Well, I mean, it's hard because it's so different now than even when I started. Um, but, you know, diversify as much as possible. Learn to do as much within radio as you can, um, especially these days, because we are you kind of have to be in a do it yourself mindset now Exactly. Yep, uh, because, exactly. Uh, because of the Internet, because, you know, it's. It's not so. It's not so much you're gonna walk into the into a radio station and say, you know, I want a job because jobs are fewer and farther between, mm-hmm. um, and everything is automated and that sort of thing. Right. Uh, whereas, you know, there is podcasts and there is internet radio and there is, you know, all of those things that you need to kind of figure out. How do you? produce your own show. What are the elements you need to produce your own show? What is the recording equipment that you need? Uh, right. what, is, what, are the edit, what is the editing that you need to do? Um, and and you know, learning to be able to do all of that. You don't have to be an expert. You may not be a professional. You may not be able to uh, sell your, your skills, so to speak, as an expert producer, but you know, you could certainly, you know, be good enough to to create your own vehicle, yeah. um, and and that that you know, and it's very similar to what you know many people are doing, and whether it's uh, music or or TV or you know, people are shooting full films on on their iPhones or their yep. Android phones, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, you know, we're in an era where it's it's really about learning to do as much as you can and then applying that. And when you can't do something, find the people you can partner with that bring something that you don't have 
something and you bring something they don't have so you can create a, a winning partnership so that you can both kind of move to another level. Right. Yeah. No, because you're actually saying what's going on right now. You know, sitting here doing the show right now from your home and doing working all the controls that you have five or six people working when you're in the studio, you do it yourself. You learn it yourself. And it's, I'm sitting here doing five different things and doing the interview. But it's it's something that is valuable to you. You know, especially yes. if you know you don't have to be a genius at everything, but if you know how to operate these virtual platforms, if you know how to do the sound, you know how to have your mic system set up, you know how to have your cam set up properly so you got a good look and everything that you do. Now, once things open back up, you can go out and go, yeah, I could do that. Or let me just get on this now. But I have the basic skills, mm -hmm. you know, to, to make sure that that happens. I, yep. That's cool, man. That's that's really really cool. So you're still doing the uh, the station. Uh, you're doing rhythm and soul. You're doing WHR. You're doing yeah. the enjoy uh, enterprise. Is there anything else that you have on the burner that uh, you're you're working on? Well, I will say because um, uh, what I didn't say about enjoy enterprises is um, in addition to the you know events and stuff that we produce, uh, we also consult. And so that, that's a lot of what I do uh, in terms of consulting for other organizations or other um, uh, events and activities, uh, particularly in PR and marketing, because that is a lot of my background when I when I didn't work in radio right away yeah. after college. You know, I, I you know worked in you know to sustain myself doing PR and marketing whether it was, you know, for the Harlem Week Festival or whether it was for other radio stations or, or whatever it was, you know, that, that was the background. So the, in building the business, that was uh, a, a major part of it as well. Because, um, frankly, that is, you know, um, you, you have your passion. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for me, the, the radio is my passion, but, you know, you got to find the things that, that actually pay the bills too. So right. And, find a way to bring the both of them together mm -hmm. when you have your own company is is the most important thing so i i've been blessed that we can you know both my wife and i are able to do that we, we find we're able to use our passion as well as our skills that we've developed to to kind of bring them both together in our company so yeah i got a quick question man because a few minutes i want to take a break really quickly but radio man we know radio has changed so much it's yeah. not the old format where it's the magic in your ears and you don't know what's going on. Now you got radio shows that are on TV. And that's not radio, <laughs> that's not radio to me. You know, that's right. TV. You know right. what I'm saying? That's a TV show. What do you think about that? Because when, when back in the day, uh, I started doing radio in 2000, where, you know, it was still the magic, the mystique of the voice. And you know what I mean? You're thinking about what the person looks like. You're thinking about what's going on in the studio. Now you can see everything. So it kind of takes away. What do you feel about how things have gone with technology and things today? It, it, you know, it, it's hard because... I mentioned, you know, we we've you know launched our Twitch channel so that we you know we do all of that as well. But but you're right. Um there there is something that is different. It's not quite radio in the same way as you know, as we grew up with, you know. And there's something that's still very important about that. One of the things that I always said when we when I started doing rhythm and soul radio as the show and then as the station is the music was, was so important because that's what I grew up with. Right. Uh, you know, you grow up thinking about mm -hmm. 
what Frankie Cracker was doing when he mm -hmm. played that record. Or, you know, you think about what Vaughn Harper, how he has things set up when he's doing A Quiet Storm or right. you know, those types of things. So, And that, that all is still very important. So, you know, even now when we try to, when we do, you know, our shows and, and do them and have the video stream on Twitch and stuff, we, you know, I, I try, especially on mine, I try not to show myself as much, mm -hmm. but, you know, create other videos for people to see so that it's really more about the music and, and about the feeling and, and allow people to, you know, and then sometimes we just won't do the video feed at all and just right. let people, you know, vibe out to the music. Yeah, because it's like now it's like, well, you know, I'm going to watch radio and I'm going to go listen to TV type deal. You know what I mean? It's like on that level. But I and again, just knowing that because I've done radio, I know what goes on. And so everything is private. So you you don't, yeah. you, know, you could be doing 50 million things and people don't see. But now you got the, your cameras, the stream is on. You can't even have that privacy on, on, the, on the radio tip on that level. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. It's it's kind of like where we are. We we've become so much more visual yeah. uh, with social media, whether it's mm -hmm. Facebook and, and then on the YouTube and all of that. We're, we're so much more visual now um, that it, it's part of the evolution. Um, certainly, I, I love the the idea of the theater of the mind and creating right. the mystique. Um, and and uh, there's there's still you know a place for that in, in a way to. You know, is the, the the trick is trying to figure out a way to do both. Um, yeah. Because you know you have to you have to quote unquote compete. You have to stay you know uh, where things are going, mm -hmm. but you want to have you want to you know connect to those like us that that um, you know have a certain idea of what radio and what it makes them feel, and that, and that's what you want to touch on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But again, things do move, things progress, and you know it's it's not the same way. But that's when that's when you know you're old. When you go, man, back in my day, <laughs> right. yeah, I say that a lot, boy. Back, you don't know nothing, you young bucks. Y'all don't understand. You know, right. you had you had to listen to the radio on the radio. You had to, you know, you had to wait to pick up the phone because there was no no phone in your hand, no cell phones, and they're like, you are a dinosaur. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> cool, man. Well, listen, um, first great first half, man. Thank you for all the information and continue blessings to your, your stuff in your career, man. You and the wife doing your business. But we'll take a short break, man. You got to come. I, I want to get you prepared for the second half of the show. Give you a chance to breathe for a second. And then right. come on back. I don't think you, don't go nowhere. You got a lot of records back there behind you to keep you busy for like two minutes. <laughs> so we're yeah, gonna, I, I'll play something or something. I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> we'll be, yeah, we'll be right. It'll be a short break. We'll take a break. Come back with more Marco Nobles on After Dark with Sean Canales. You guys stay right where you are. What's going on? This is Wanye Mars of Boys to Men here showing love and support for my boy, Sean Cornelius and his Enough is Enough movement to stop the senseless killings. We need to stand strong, y'all, together and heal our country. So keep up the good work, SC. Much love, yo. Peace. This is Terry's Weatherspoon reporting live for the No News Network. This coronavirus is going to make me kill somebody. Why? Who left this in the damn refrigerator? Terry's Weatherspoon reporting live for the No News Network.
right, all right, all right. We're back. We're back with more After Dark with Sean Canini. and my special guest tonight, brother Marco Nobles. And uh, again, thank you so much. Good, brother. Was that okay, long? Good, that, was, good. that wasn't long, right? That wasn't too no, long. No, not at all. Not at all. We're we good. We're good. <laughs> good. All right, man. So we're about to go into the second half, but we got to set the mood. We got to get the mood right. And we just finished talking about the magic of radio. So I know you got magic in your system. You probably don't even know how powerful you are. So I need you to show your powers right now and just do me a favor and just say abracadabra for me. Abracadabra. Oh boy! Look at that! Oh, okay. Look at we, how we got we got magic. <laughs> we got magic. We're in the love zone now, man. I got to put you on the on the romantic funny man's love seat for a little bit. Just gonna have some fun with love and find out what Marco Nobles, what his uh, level of understanding of love and romance is. We ready? Okay, we ready. Got Let's a few questions it. for you. All right, first question, man. What is your definition of love, and why is it important to you? Oh man, definition of love um, is uh, unconditional. It is um, you know hard to describe. It is it is as much a feeling as it is an emotion, um, and, and it is you know uh, everlasting. You know, it is you know, no matter what you do, uh, you can't stop feeling it once it hits. You know, that's okay. I'll take that. All right. All right. And why is that important to you? Well, it's 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 like it's like the Teddy Pendergrass song. It's, you know, it's trying to find trying to find you know, loving somebody when somebody loves you back. Yes. You know, that's yes. that's that's what we're all searching for. We we all search for that that love to be able to love somebody and, and somebody loves you back the same way um and and those of us that find it you know we're, we're blessed to be able to be in you know relationships and 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 partnerships and marriages um that last decades uh, because we found that that ultimate thing that we're searching for um and and it's fluid it's not you know it doesn't mean that everything is uh, you know Peaches and roses all the time. It is, it's ups and downs. It's a roller coaster, but but you're, you know, but it's it's a connection that 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 you build and continue to work on, and and uh, you know that's 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 the most important thing because you know to be able to 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 grow old with someone is you know it's priceless. Right, right, okay, good deal. All right, so let's 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 try romance. What's your definition of romance, and why is that important to you? Romance uh, keeps the love going. Uh, it, it keeps it keeps the love in love. I'll say it that way. Uh, romance is you know those 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 flowers at unexpected times. Romance is uh, having a date night and having a date weekend. Romance is mm-hmm. picnics in the living room. You know, uh, romance is a, a poem for a birthday, yeah. and and it and it's just a poem that you write, you know, on a sheet of paper and fold it and make it a card, you know, uh, because this romance is 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 coming from from a very special place within. It's not so much that you know that because this is what I got to do is this is what I want to do, and I wanted to, to you know you to know this is something directly from me. That I thought of because I thought I know that you'll appreciate it. Right, right. Sounds good. Sounds very good. And since it sounds so good, next question: 
for on a scale of one to ten, since you so so eloquently said that, what, <laughs> where where would you put yourself on a scale of one to ten on the romantic scale? Um, uh, I'll probably say I'll, I'll say I, I fluctuate between seven and a half and an eight. You know, I, you could always you could always be better. You know, I, I have I have my times when I'm I'm really good, and right. then you know I have my times where I could do better. Okay, all right, that's not too bad. Seven after eight. So give us an example that you can on the show of something you did that would put you at a seven and a half or eight. Well, I, I you know I, I'll just go to something most recent. Uh, doing a date weekend, did a date weekend uh, with my wife where we just went and and you know had had nice dinners. We had you know movie nights and cuddling. We had you know going away. You know, so it's not a date weekend in the house. It's going going away for the weekend. Um, you know having the dinners. Going shopping together, okay. you know. Uh, uh, so, fellas, you know, because lot, lots of us we don't we don't want to go shopping with our with our wives or our significant others because we're not big shoppers. Right. But you know, but that's a that's a you know that's a big deal for you know a lot for a lot of our our women. So to be able to do that is important. And so you know that that's uh, most recently I think is a, is a, a good example. That's a good one. Those are nice ones. Yeah, because sometimes it's simple. Then people think those are things that, you know, oh, well, you got to be extravagant when you're trying to be romantic. But whatever your definition is and whatever your love language is with your significant other, that's what works. You know, sometimes it's not even going that, doing that. You know, like you said, it could be something yeah. at home in the living room. Yeah. That's it. All right. So yeah. now this is a general qu question. Three things that attract you to women. Because I don't want to get you in trouble, and if I say three things that are attractive to your wife, and then I got to go the other way and say three things that that are not attractive. So let's keep it general. Three things that attract you to females, women. Um, it's 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 the spirit in terms of the personality. Um, it is it is the it is. You know that physical attraction is important, um, and and that doesn't mean it's you know. You, someone has to look like a model or anything but just that person just looks you know, just looks good and a lot of times that comes from the spirit it comes from the inside out um and then the, the third thing i'll say is a sense of humor okay yeah funny's always good yeah, yeah, especially when it comes from a woman, it's always good, and then they can make you laugh a little bit. All right, cool. Now let's go to the other side. Three things. This is why I said general, and not right. like <laughs> three things that, that don't attract you that you find just not attractive on a, to a, about a woman. Um, uh, smoking. Um, uh, <laughs> um, judgment. You know, if you have a lot of judgment uh, about things you're not really open-minded uh to different thoughts different ideas or you or you're judgmental about people um that that's unattractive and and then you're you're very um closed off in general you're, you're not um willing to necessarily be spontaneous or or do things that are a little bit more fun a little bit out of your comfort zone or you know I would say that that's those are the those are three things that are on the unattractive side. 
Okay. No, no, that's Ralph's a good deal. All right. Good deal. All right. So we know that um, romance, we know all that stuff. We talked about love. Uh, we also know that respect, honesty, and trust are Absolutely. very important in relationships, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So for, for, for tonight, for right now on the show, you have the opportunity to get rid of one of those and still have your relationship be successful <laughs> <laughs> or your marriage. Which which was it? Your marriage, your marriage work. Which one are you going to get rid of? Out of respect, honesty, and trust. Wow. Um, I, I don't even know how you pick one <laughs> to to not have. They're they're all kind of interconnected. Um, I, I'm not sure how you can how you can uh, do you know two without the third. Um, I'm going to say, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how to answer that because, because if you say, because, because they're all connected. So if you say, but, okay, here's the thing that'll help you out. Okay. For this show, it's okay to throw one away. When you finish with this show, get out of the mindset when you go back and hang out with your wife. So for this show, it's okay. You got to just throw one out the way. Throw one out the way. Throw, throw one out the way. Because I feel you being safe. Yeah, because I don't know if your wife is watching, but this show, you're going, well, why would you throw away trust? Are you know, most important. And honestly, why don't you just tell him so I don't want to get you in no trouble. So it's only for the show. So throw one away. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Um, I, randomly. Um, okay, I'll, I'll I'll randomly pick honesty. How about that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're still having having a time. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that's a hard one to have to answer. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. That's why I chose that question, man. You're not the first one that was squirming. Swimming around in that seat, bro. I, yeah, and I can see smoke back there laughing, having a ball. Because some people they get like, wait a minute, because that's cool. But no, okay. So you said honesty, right? Okay, right. yeah, it's fine. There's no wrong answer. That's the thing. That's the thing about it is people th they they're thinking too much outside the box because there's really no wrong answer. Because whatever you say is cool. Remember, I said you can throw one away and you'd still be good. But <laughs> I guess if you have that pressure on you. <laughs> okay, so. We know that there's good and bad, ugly and different in this world. Mm -hmm. Tell me five things that are beautiful to you in the world or about life. Mm. Five things that are beautiful to me in the world um, about life. Um, well, one is music. Okay. Um, two is family. Okay. Um, Three is um, uh, goodness of people um, in general. Um, I'm at three. Four is relationships. Okay. Um, and then five is possibility. The possibility of what of what you can have, what you can become, what you can create. Okay, good ones. Those are good ones. All right, so now I'm gonna set you up on a dinner date. <laughs> it's not really doesn't have to be a romantic date because I know what the scenario is. But you have the opportunity to have dinner 
with anybody, past, present, future. Mm-hmm. Who would you have dinner with and why? One person. One per. Well, I didn't know you were like that. Yeah, one person. <laughs> I didn't know you was like that, brother. <laughs> one person. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Probably because. Well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to cheat and say two per, two people. They're both musical. Um, one is because he's my favorite artist ever, uh, and that that would be Prince. The second would be Jill Scott because she is probably my favorite current artist and I had the chance to meet her very briefly once in the airport, mm-hmm. right, like months after my wife and I got married. And she was so she was just really, really kind. And and I've always wanted to be able to meet her again and tell her how much I appreciated that meeting and tell her my my vision of 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 her and how she should be revered. you know, because I had this whole vision in my head for Jill Scott and what, you know, uh, and a whole ceremony for her and all of that, that, that should have happened. Uh, unfortunately, it can't in my vision because the, the other person who uh, was going to be in it has transitioned. But, um, you know, I, the, so those are the two that, that come up musically, but there's so many. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I know that's why that's hard too. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Cause there are, and everybody for whatever read their reason. So, but I just needed to get, well, even you gave me, you gave me two. That's cool. You were narrowed it down. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So you, this one is, this question really is not a regular question. It's catered to you because of what you do. Mm-hmm. You're interviewing mm-hmm. sexiest voice that you've had to interview. Who had the sexiest voice that you had to interview on your show? Wow, the sexiest voice I had to interview. Yeah. Well, well, technically it's not so much the interview voice, it's her singing voice. And I always tell her every time I interview her and every time I introduce her um, that I call her the the honey voice angel, the honey voice songstress. Um, And that's Mesa. Uh, many people know Mesa, who's uh, sung with Incognito over the years. She's been in the business, uh, I believe, 25 years now. An incredible artist and just an incredible, you know, beautiful voice, uh, singing voice. So every time, every time I interview her, I always start with her by reminding her that I, I believe she has just the most awesome. Honey voice oh, cool. that that you can that you can hear. So uh, I'll go with Mesa. You answer these questions. You answer these questions so safely, Marco. I want to let you know that you answer these questions. I see what you're doing, and I hear what you're doing, and I appreciate that. And I know you're keeping yourself safe. I'm not trying to get you in no trouble. I'm just, <laughs> and it's hard to kind of you know I have to go through the rolodex of the of the 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 voices. You know, over the years, and who, you know, trying to pick out somebody who has that real sexy voice. Uh, well, one is an independent artist that that um, 
that is great. Um, and she happens to be a friend. She's like a sister to me. Um, Lorenda Robinson uh, from a group called Brown Baby Girl. Um, okay. She has an awesome voice. Um, when when you, you know, when you talk to her on the radio and when we interview her, she has an incredible voice. Um, so that would be another one as well. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so I got another question for you. I got so many more, but I'm uh, seeing how my time is going. Um, fantasy time. Uh-huh. Fantasy time. You're walking down the street and you just happen to kick a can or a bottle and out comes a romantic, funny man, Genie. All right? He's your Genie. He's a low-budget Genie. Don't have okay. a lot of... He can only give you one wish. Okay. But your wish has to include romantic love in it. What is your one wish for your Genie? Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that one was easy. I thought, I, th- I thought you were trying to keep me cool, but, I guess, <laughs> but I'm assuming that your wife knows you have this. That, that this one is that one is easy. That that's that's been the crush since you know <laughs> since, since nine years old. That you know, if there's any one thing that is that is worth you know getting in trouble over. It, it was Janet. Janet. <laughs> okay, no problem. That works. That works. That's yeah. cool. All right, so let's see. Yeah, give a couple of minutes before we get into our final segment of the show. In about a minute each, give the women and men advice on dating today, the young people, because they seem Ooh. to have some difficulty sometimes. So try to try to do it in a, a minute each. So two minutes, give advice to men, young brothers and young sisters about dating. Uh, okay, so for young men... Um, as you're as you're dating or trying to date a young lady, think about if that lady was your sister, or if you could think further enough along, as if you know you have a daughter, and somebody's trying to date your daughter, or you in another life is trying to date your daughter. How would you want her to be treated? Uh, that for so that's. For for young men, so you know, the, it goes back to one of the earlier questions about about respect and about how you know how you want to treat women. How you know, obviously, we're you know, there's the the talk about the Netflix and chill culture of dating and all that, you know, uh, and some and you know, while some of that may be true, I mean, I don't know because I haven't dated in I don't, 20, 23 right. years, <laughs> right. but. Um, that 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 is very you know being able to, to date and conversate and communicate and and show respect is is extremely important um, not only for you and her but also for those around her that eventually if this goes somewhere you're going to want to meet or you're going to need to meet uh, for the women um, as as you were dating. Um, Try try to look at the person, and not what and, and not what car is he driving? What job does he have? What you know? <clears throat> can can you know? Uh, and, and be honest with what you want. You know, uh, and and this goes for men too. Be honest with what you want, because uh, there are a lot of times that you date that you don't want it to go anywhere. In particular, you this is just. What you're just dating for now. You're just you're not in a position where you want to be serious. And if that's the case, be clear about that. You know, for for both of your sakes. 
Right. All right. Good advice. Good advice, brother. Okay. You moved through that one pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do our final segment, excuse me, of um, this love zone thing. You're making it through. You're not sweating. Okay. All right. All right. I did see you sweat uh, a couple I'm of almost, times, though. I'm almost there. I'm, we're in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch. I'm, I got this game that I like to play. It's a fun game called, there it is, Favorites. <laughs> okay. That's favorite. So basically what I'm going to do is just kind of throw out a few things, ask you some things really quickly, and then like one, one word answers, you might be able to do it because these are your favorites so that people can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. All right. So here we go. First one, favorite food. Favorite food. Um, I have so many. Fried, my mother's fried chicken. Mama's fried chicken. That's right. Always a good one. Always a good one. All right. Favorite uh, all-time song. Oh, all-time song. I, yeah. I don't know if I can pick just one. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Especially uh, since you love Prince. Yeah, yeah. See, I, and I, I was, I'd even probably try to take Prince out of the equation because that, that'll, because, because then that, that, that's, that's a whole nother category. Um, so I'm going to say taking Prince out of the equation, Favorite all-time song, Love's in Need of Love Today, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, okay, good deal. That's a good one. Uh, favorite movie all-time? Favorite movie all-time? Um, Purple Rain. Okay. I can right. take Prince out of the equation with that. that that's, you know. All right, all right. Well, well, I'll let you do another one then if you want to take Prince out. Because okay, okay. Um, so another favorite movie is, it, it, it's really two, but it, it, it's the same franchise, Best Man and Best Man Holiday. Okay, all right. Yeah, those were very good. They were very good films. All right, cool. Uh, favorite book you've ever read? Favorite book? Ooh, favorite book. Yeah. Um... Um, wow. There's, there's, um, and there, there are a few of those too. Um, um, I'll go with this. Well, there, there's a couple. There's one, um, called, uh, written by, uh, uh, Judge Bruce Wright called, um, Black Robes, White Justice. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Invisible Man, Ralph Ellison. Okay. And I'll just, I'll stop at those two. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, favorite vacation spot? <laughs> um, hmm. I'll, I'll, favorite vacation spot. Um, well, how about how about I say favorite vacation? One of my favorite vacations ever was going to Brazil, specifically okay. Bahia, Brazil. Okay, <clears throat> that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, since you have those albums behind you, this is one I'm gonna throw in just for you. This I don't usually do this one because favorite song and favorite album is different. So favorite album of all time. Favorite album of all time. That that's yeah. That, that's because it's hard to pick one. Yeah, but. <laughs> But I'm going to stick on the same album that the Stevie. song comes from. The song's okay. in the key of life. It's right. probably one of the greatest albums ever. And that's that's the truth. That's the yeah. truth. Yeah. Uh, favorite all-time TV show? Favorite all-time TV show? Mm hmm Hmm. 
Now, now this may be a little controversial, but the truth is the truth because of the impact that it had at the time. Um, and and if you look at it, it still has to this day. Um, the, the Cosby Show is probably one of the best TV shows of all time. Yeah, no, that's no doubt. You're right, arguably, because people are going to connect with the, 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 the person and those things that supposedly he did. But the show did so much for a culture. Yes. So that, there's, there's no there's no way to deny that, that part of it. Right. Uh, this is another one that's for you. Uh, favorite radio DJ. Favorite radio DJ would be Frankie Crocker. He was the he was the 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 person that I heard most about, and he was the one that that really was like like wow in terms of music selection, in terms of um, how he presented it. it mm -hmm. He was you know he he was it. Uh, it it's a, a, a second in terms of connection being able to connect with him and being able to meet him is, is the uh is the legendary hal jackson um, oh yeah, yeah who, okay. who is an amazing amazing man right cool all right last one and then we'll get you <laughs> so for a second uh favorite time of the day for love making uh morning morning a lot of a lot of people don't have a problem with that one. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. All right, fantastic. All right, man. So I need you to do that abracadabra uh, one more time. Abracadabra. <laughs> it worked. There it is. There you go. Maybe it's been a hand thing too. Just yeah. With that, with that answer, man. That last answer. You're now out of the love zone, off the love seat. Marco Nobles, I love you, brother. Thank you so much for coming through, and much success, continued success to everything that you're doing, and and blessings and safety to your family. Sean, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. I continue to appreciate all that you do, and 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 uh, so happy for all your success, man. And and you know, anytime I can do something, you know, just just give me a call. And um, I appreciate you for uh, putting me in the seat. <laughs> yeah, you take that seatbelt off now. You're good, but hang out <laughs> and don't go nowhere. I got one more thing to do. Close this thing out. Or right. so listen. This is the word of the show. A new segment. I want to start the word of the show to, for tonight is love. Spread love. Share love. Be loved. Love yourself. It's that simple. If we get if we get more of that around the world, then we'll do so much better. So let's, uh, again, the word of the show is love. I want to say thank you to everybody out there, again, on social media, watching on Bronxnet Television, DH1 Television, and on Spotify listening, uh, as uh, I always do. I appreciate you so much. So as I always say in parting, please go with God in your heart. Have a peace of mind. Have a wonderful, wonderful tomorrow. And please make sure you guys, please stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Or wash your hands. Wear your mask. Six feet social distancing. All right. So from Lula May and Cornelius' baby boy, I am the romantic funny man, Sean Cornelius, saying God bless you. Good night. Take care of yourself. And I'll catch you around the corner on the next episode of After Dark with Sean Cornelius. Marco Nobles, I love you, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. <laughs>